Welcome to the BG Cast, a podcast seeking to bring the battleground community and schools together. My name is David, and I'll be your host for this journey, and I'll be joined each week by Denny Waters, the Battleground Public School District Superintendent. Our goal is to bring the voice of the schools to the community and the voice of the community to the schools. We'll be talking about the many things that make BGPS such a great district, hearing stories from students and staff, and shining a spotlight on some of the hidden treasures you may not know about. We'll also be covering some of the challenging and controversial topics that bubble to the surface around the Battleground community. In this episode, Denny, Rita, and I will be talking about the potential that lies within the Battleground School District. Our spotlight will feature Austin Brothers, assistant principal at Chief Umtuck Middle School, and we'll be playing a short game called Denny's Choice. But to get us started, we kick things off with this week's top 10 list. All right, so the top 10 overused slang words. That's our top 10 for today. And I thought instead of instead of just saying what the top 10 words are, we can replace them with some maybe even more outdated slang, but everything kind of cycles through so we can we can do it again. But the number 10 number 10 word, top 10 most overused slang word is literally. And you know, it's literally the most overused slang yes. word. Often yeah. incorrectly and used. Almost always incorrectly. <laughs> yes. yes. And, and often mispronounced as uh-huh. well. As uh-huh. opposed, not literally, literally, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I thought we could replace it with once in a blue moon. That's kind of an older, older yeah, slang, right? Yeah, once in a blue yeah. moon. Yeah. Is yeah. Good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. because literally is never used correctly. It's only used correctly mm-hmm. once, once in, in a, a blue, blue moon. moon. Yeah. Right. So, right. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Number nine is adulting. Have you heard heard the word oh, yes. adulting? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. I, I just can't adult today. Yeah. I don't feel like adulting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're looking around. Who are the the adults in the room? So I think we could replace that one with daddy-o and mommy-o. <laughs> daddy-o, that's an old yeah. one. Yeah. 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 That's legitimately from the 50s, I uh-huh. believe, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I just can't daddy-o today. Just, right. Just not for daddy-oing. I can see that. Yeah. that. That could be a new trend. I think so. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm nothing if not a trendsetter, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I'm not a trendsetter in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> but, but you never know. Um, number eight, it is what it is. Yes, it is what it is. Yeah. I use that one a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, yeah. I, I'm definitely. Um, you know, guilty. Guilty. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Well, there's. I. I hadn't heard this one, but a, a phrase that means basically the same thing is tickety boo. <laughs> I haven't heard that <laughs> Tickety boo. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like something out of Cinderella. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it might even uh-huh. be in the forties. I think that was yeah. bippity boppity boo. boo. <laughs> it is what it is. Tickety boo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I might have to incorporate that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's got some potential. Okay. Number seven, and this word really, really bugged me during the, the pandemic. It's the word unprecedented. <laughs> we did use that a lot. The word first, like six months of the pandemic, you know, in these unprecedented times. Yes. I thought I was thought it was starting to sound like a newspaper. I'm not going to comment on that because I have to go back and reread all the the stuff <laughs> that I sent out, and I we probably stopped, I probably was a user of that. Yeah, oh, I we, did too. Yeah. I edited it out a lot. Yeah. 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 But we could replace it with the cat's pajamas. Yeah. That cat's is. Pajamas. The cat's yeah. pajamas. Yeah, yeah. That's the a great pandemic idea. was that was the cat's pajamas. It was unprecedented. <laughs> it almost puts a more positive spin on it. Yeah. Number six, kind of in the same vein, the new normal. 
Do you yes. get sick of hearing that phrase, <clears throat> yes. new normal? Yes. Still yeah. hearing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so the replacement for that, I would say, is uh, Pangwangle. That's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a new one. normal. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's a legitimate phrase. These are all actual phrases that okay. have been used Pang at Wangle. some point in history. Okay. It, it means, if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> well, some, Google said so, but um, it means finding the bright side. So, oh, okay. Pangwangle. I like it. Find the bright side. Um, this one I'm, I'm kind of sick of is goat. Yes. Goat. Yeah, the goat. Yes. So I'm I'm fine with it with Simone Biles. I'm just sick of Tom Brady. It's really what it comes down to. I'm not yeah. a Tom Brady fan, so I'm what sick of it What is the substitute too. for that one? The substitute, I, I figured, I, I, re, I came up with this one. We could make it mean group of awesome teachers. Oh, there you group go. Group of awesome yeah. teachers. Yeah. yeah. The just, goat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The new goat. New, yeah. mm-hmm. new goat. Yeah. Um, number four, Bay. B-A-E. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, for... Boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. my, my yeah. babe. Okay, yep. Um, we could use Twitter pated. Twitter pated. Yeah, yeah. Twitter pated. I've heard that yeah. one before. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a little. It's it's hard for me to see my teenager using that one. Well, but you know, it's it's ironic. You know, isn't that still kind of a, a motivation for teenagers to use ironic things? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe irony's out now. <laughs> I don't I just, know anymore. <laughs> I don't think irony ever left. <laughs> um, number three, throwing shade. Just throwing shade. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could we could replace that one with full of baloney. I like that. I yeah. would I would be up for that. I never really liked the throwing yeah. shade phrase. Or or the relative phonus balonus. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's creative. Yeah. And that's a real one too. I didn't wow. come up with that. One. Yeah. Is that is that the Latin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take Latin. Phony, yeah. 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 Or phony baloney. Mm-hmm. Phonus bone. Yeah. Phonus balonus. Number two. Cringe. Oh yeah. So cringe. Yeah. Cringe worthy yeah. is a, is one that yeah. I heard a lot. And yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the replacement for that could be frosted. Mm. Okay. I guess that's a, a I, kind I of would, an equivalent. I would advocate to bring back cheesy. Cheesy. Yes. Corny. We're not cringy. We're cheesy. We're cheesy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although yeah. my daughter rolls her eyes when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frosted to me seems more like you're you're upset. You're angry. Yeah. Frosted. Or, yeah. That frosts cold, me. Cold, yeah. 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 That yeah. 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 frosts my cookies or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Number one. This and this is the last one. Is don't even. Don't even. Don't mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't even. even. Don't even. Yeah. Which I thought a fun replacement would be. Because don't even, you're kind of mad. So to lighten it up mm-hmm. a little bit would be, get your meat hooks off me. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, right? I, I, I have this feeling that you you wanted to be like a mobster back in yeah. the, in the yeah. 1940s or Didn't something. Didn't Popeye say that? <laughs> get your meat hooks off me. <laughs> All right, for our spotlight for this episode, we've got Austin Brothers, the assistant principal at Chief Umtuck Middle School. Austin, great to have you today. How are you? Very well. Thanks for being here. Yeah. yeah so you're assistant principal. How long have you been there? It is my almost second full year at Chief, and okay. it's been fantastic. So your first year was pandemic. Yes. Getting a job in the middle of the pandemic was very unusual yeah. when you're doing interviews on Zoom, but mm-hmm. um, they found something in my little square that they liked, and so they asked <laughs> me to come back, and so... They can't get rid of me now. Yeah. So you were able to carefully frame the square, so uh, nothing was 
I have a very smart wife, and she made sure that I didn't look crazy. Didn't in my have like square. Yeah. Didn't have like your high school crush poster on the wall behind you or anything like that. No, nothing okay. unusual. She actually yeah. like actually propped me up to make sure I looked correct <laughs> in frame, so yeah, it was that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. That's... We, we made sure I sounded right and looked right. And yeah. I mean, I didn't. Ha- I just I was wearing shorts the whole time, but <laughs> they didn't know that. Okay, I was going to ask if you were wearing pants or shorts. But... It was shorts. I had at least pants on. Yeah, I saw somewhere somebody, one of the, uh, an office that was coming, trying to get people to come back into work, they asked people to wear what they wore on Zoom. And so the whole office, you know, had on, you know, suits and ties or, you know, nice, nice tops. And then they were wearing shorts and pajama bottoms and sweatpants and stuff on the bottom. Yeah. Like, yeah the sales of pants went down like 15% over the uh, pandemic. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Is that uh, a legit? St- st- uh, I'm making most of that up, oh, okay. but it's true. Actually, they, they sold more tops than bottoms yeah. for, for a very consistent <laughs> about two and a half time year. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, it's accurate to say that we didn't meet in person until like August, right? In the the following the following year, the following year, yeah, right, wow. right. Until yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, it was yeah. Well, and and the funny thing with Zoom is everybody's the same height on Zoom, right? And so most people have not met me, and I've never met them, and so they're like, "Wow, you're tall," right? And so I was like, oh, <laughs> "How tall are you?" Uh, six foot three. Okay. See, I thought you were going the other direction. You were going to say, "I'm not going to make any short jokes." Denny's not, short not today. <laughs> yeah. It was it was implied. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So for all you knew, he was he lived out of the state and he was yeah, using I, his parents' address. I, I don't and, like Austin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is uh, kind of taking a turn. I, sorry, Austin. I guess I, you said it was going to be snowballs. Last this is time not snowball be, questions. Right, yeah, right. this is it. Yeah, we won't be yeah. talking again after this. Apparently, but uh, it's nice. Nice to meet you this first yeah, time. All right. Yeah. Perfect. No more spotlights. Yeah. Well, so uh, we're going to actually talk about middle school sports. My first question, though, is what cartoon world? Would you wish that you could live in for a week? Whoa, that is a deep question. Yeah, there's a lot of cartoon worlds out there, significant uh, ones. Well, this is this is going to be a little off base, but um, my kids are now getting back into He Man. Okay, and so original He Man, original He Man. So okay. my, my brother started this. So two Christmases ago, he got him a He Man figure, which we always played with him when we were younger. Like I had all of them, uh, but when I moved from Colorado with my wife, she made me get rid of all of my castles and all my stuff. Because it wouldn't fit, is what she told me. That was not true. But inadvertently, my brother got my kids into the He-Man universe. And so they didn't really like it at first. But I've got a, a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Now they both are in action figures. And so now we have to keep buying new ones. And yeah. I, this is like the second or third time I've bought these. So okay. I'm already kind of living in the He-Man universe. <laughs> you can still get He-Man You stuff? can. So there's the you, they, they replicated the old ones, but they also came up with these new kind of bigger, even even bigger than He-Man versions. So there's like a second generation, which are not as cool, by the way. But you can still get the old He-Man versions. They kept the die casts for some reason. I I had no idea anyone was still into He-Man. What's the name of the villain in He-Man? Oh, Skeletor. Skeletor, that's right. Um, So for for (laughs) Halloween next year, we are probably... this year, probably going to go as as a cast of He Man. Okay, yeah. I'm not sure wow. who I'm supposed she- to be she- yet. Shira. Yep. So Shira and He Man <laughs> right. will obviously He-Man. be my kids, and yeah. so um, I think I'm going to be the the cat, the scaredy cat character, Battle huh? Cat. Okay. So yeah, wow. that's what dads do. Well, nice. We're learning all kinds of stuff here. The last yeah. episode, we've got a closet full of Tom Seaver cards <laughs> right? and an office full of Tom Seaver paraphernalia, and now we're we've got a, a He Man. Paraphernalia. Well, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. You're back in my good graces. By All right, the way. that's good. <laughs> Took <laughs> you in to do it. Right. I'm impressed that you pulled out, you know, old school. Yeah. You I, know. I, again, I give some credit to my brother, or maybe I don't like him now that he made me back into He Man. But yeah. um, see, how I feel come October yeah. 31st this year. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. 
Denny cartoon world you would live in? What would you? I, I mean, I, I have to go Scooby Doo. Yeah, you know, I I want to pull the mask off of old man <laughs> Smithers, you know, and, <laughs> and ride in the mystery machine, and, and ride in the mystery yeah. machine, mm-hmm. and you know, Scooby snacks, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, that'd be okay. That'd be mine. That's fun. Well, let's let's talk about middle school sports. So, um, it's been forty years from what I, what I understand. I'm I'm. I see in May, it'll be seven years since I moved into what is, I'm actually, I'm technically in the Green Mountain School District, but we come into Battleground for high school. So, um, but, so I'm still learning a lot of the, a lot of the history of the school district, but middle school sports have not existed in the district for 40 years uh, due to a triple levy failure, which is not good. I, I mean, I, that's, no significant. Yeah. You, 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 a triple levy failure would mean that you were without levy funds for almost two years. So worse than a double dog dare. Right. Yeah. Right. A double so. double levy failure. You're without levy funds for a full year. So a triple wow. levy failure. You're you know beyond that. So hmm. you know you're entering your second year without levy funds. So lots of things are getting yeah. getting cut to, yes. to just keep the schools open. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they got cut forty years ago, and then. And Denny brought him back. Yeah, Denny. Denny's the, uh, <laughs> Denny, the Tom, Denny and Tom Seaver. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I got. I, it was fortunate, you know. This this whole process started. I mean, I really you got to give credit to Mark Ross, my predecessor. Okay, because Mark and and Troy McCoy and the board that was there. Troy was a big leader in this. Um, he, Troy was a, a a school board director at the okay. time. Now now is a city councilman hmm. for a battleground. But, uh, you know, with the two of them doing a lot of the lead work, you know, we were, we were prepared to bring back middle school sports prior to the pandemic. Hmm. And then the pandemic came right. and put us on hold. Right. Um, and, you know, we just, we, we, we were, we were not willing to, you know, we, we just couldn't get it started at that time. And then unfortunately when, when we would have had the opportunity to bring back middle school sports, then we were in danger of entering a double levy failure. Okay. And the last thing we wanted to do was start something and then take it away right. if we had to. Yeah. Um, so we delayed until after after this levy, mm. this most recent levy had passed, and it's back. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So now you're getting to be the guy that brings all this fun stuff into the school. I'm one one part of the machine, but one yeah, it's okay. it's been it's been amazing. We've got um, an athletic director and, and Tom Adams who's taking on that that kind of role right now. Okay. And, but it's it's all the middle school principals kind of helping out. But it's the community support, hmm. and so it wasn't just myself or right. one person. It's it's everybody working together. It's never one person. Right? No, it's never <laughs> one person. But the big thing is the smiling faces and hmm. watching the kids that have never played a sport before, right? Like get out there and do it yeah. and. They don't care about the scoreboard. They're right. just they're just so excited. And yeah. it's yeah, that would be my kids because my kids have never played any sports. So yeah, it'd just be this I, is fun. I've seen some like five and six step layups. Nice. I was like, that is like NBA. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just preparing them for the real world. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Just stretch it a little <laughs> bit more. Yeah, there's always one more. I can squeeze one more step out of yeah. this one. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. You know, I mean, Austin can probably comment on this better. I've I've been to a few games. Um, 
it's amazing the turnout mm. in terms of the fans and the parents That's and the cool. brothers and sisters and the community. I mean, yeah. it's just, gyms are packed. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy how many people come out, and it's not just like I was saying, it's not just family members. Like there are people that are just like, what's going on up there? And all of a sudden, you have extra people that have like never mm-hmm. been into your school before. Wow! And we're getting past the pandemic elements, mm-hmm. and so you've got all these people, and it's, a, it's all about the community factor. And so now we've got folks from Tukes coming into Chief, and then there may be people they haven't seen in you know right. since high school, and they're right. like, oh. You're still around here. It's yeah. like, yeah. So it's been, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty awesome in that you respect. You still live here? You st- you're still here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So is there a, a, a pet band, a middle school pet band or anything like that in the works? Or uh, There there are some nether elements that are coming through. Um, at Chief, we've had our, our Wolverine. We're the Chief Middle School Wolverines. Okay. And so we've had a lot of our, our mascots I'm a, come out. I'm an Ohio State Buckeyes fan. So anytime oh. there's a Wolverine that's mentioned. Yeah, like sorry that. about that. I don't know yeah. if I can. I've always wondered about the whole Ohio State Buckeye. You know, I mean, you're a you're a, a nut, yeah. right? A poison. It's a poisonous <laughs> poison. nut, right? But it's a nut, right? Yeah, you know, and it's just a tough. That's a tough mascot. Yeah, I don't know why. I yeah, mean, like why would you choose a a, a nut? Yeah, it's the state yeah. nut. I mean, it's yeah. the state tree. You know, but but why? I, yeah, I don't, yeah, very I mean, interesting. But fortunately, we've got the team to kind of yes to yes. back it up. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You can back it up. Yeah, they don't make fun of you a lot for that one. No. But, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's cool when we um when we were getting ready to start sports. Um, you know, again, mm-hmm. prior to the pandemic, we knew it was coming. Um, well, we were hoping it was coming. And so our, our gyms had never had um, logos wow. in them. And so we, as we've been refinishing our floors, mm-hmm. we've been adding logos. The Wolverine is sweet. It looks yeah. real good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right in the center court there. Yeah. You know, it, it looks really good. And so, so were there logos that existed before? We had, every school had a mascot. Yep. Mm-hmm. But no logos. And so people have been kind of, it was a little bit of hodgepodge, but with the sports starting, it's been very cohesive. Mm. And uh, we have amazing like uniforms now. And so cool. it's all yeah. distinctive um, yeah. school by school by school. And so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fun getting everybody together. We are in, we have plans um, over the course of the next year, we're going to add um, electronic scoreboards to all of our middle school gyms. Because right now we don't have, we didn't, we didn't have sports. We didn't have a need mm-hmm. for scoreboards. So we're using the little flip you know, that you right. just put in front of the scorer's yeah. desk. Mm-hmm. But we're adding electronic scoreboards in all of our middle schools. Okay. And maybe an opportunity for community-sponsored jumbotrons. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Get the middle school sports boosters going on that one and uh-huh. yeah, get, a, yeah. get a big jumbotron, like the one at the the Dallas Cowboys Stadium down there, and your yeah. boat, you know, like full width of the gym. And yeah, we could get sponsors. I think yeah. there's people out there that might want to do that. Yeah, yeah they're not cheap. So anybody listening, um, yeah, any support, we, we would take it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but what's that been like for the kind of the atmosphere of the students, the student body bringing sports into your school? Uh, they've been so excited. Um, we we talked to a number of students at the end of last year, the 2021 school year, and it's like we're you know we just been through hybrid, and we we knew we we're coming back more than likely full speed. And we said, "What do you want?" It's always always about the student voice, mm-hmm. and they said more. They mm-hmm. wanted more connection, more community, and sports. They did that was on that was on their mind, and mm-hmm. so you don't always get to deliver when they they ask and they have those those needs and wants, mm-hmm. but they wanted more, and they wanted more connection with each other, their community, their teachers. And so sports were that natural segue where we just get these kids excited and mm. and it's it's fun seeing them out there and like again they don't care about the score they're just out there having fun with their friends and right. for some of them again the first time they've ever done it and the big thing is you've never played basketball it doesn't matter hmm. do, you, do do you want to play and so yeah we're getting it back out and so yeah. that's been that's been the biggest change yeah 
And so what effect then does that have on, on their, on their education? How does, how does that change their pursuit of education in the oh, middle school world? It's wonderful. Like at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. um, sports are literally an extension of the classroom. So now as a, as an administrator that deals with discipline, that deals with, you know, trying to get kids to that highest academic level, it's just one more lever, one more, you know, tool in your, in your toolbox yeah. to get kids motivation, motivation yeah. and excited. Yeah. But for teachers too, on the back end, they also have that extra connectivity with the students. And it's mm-hmm. like, I know you want to play Friday, mm-hmm. but you also need to do this assignment. Right. And so the teachers are really excited in, in that perspective of getting kids just more connected because the more they're, you know, have those interpersonal relationships with people, the, the more likely they are to mm-hmm. succeed. And again, yeah, it's just been a great factor yeah. with all the students. So what, what, what sports do you have at the school right now? Uh, we, we just got through our, our first two seasons, which were um, girls and boys basketball. And then we are doing soccer for boys right now with a co-ed cross country. And so it's two seasons of co-ed um, cross country. So if you were wanted to play boys soccer, you could still run later. And if you wanted to play girls soccer, you could run right now or okay. just do a really long season of cross country, mm-hmm. which I was never a runner. So <laughs> these kids, I watch them out there. We had more come out for cross country than soccer, at least in my school. And that's, I'm like, wow, you could just want to run, run at circles, but they love it. Wow. And some of them, again, had never like really ran ever. And so yeah. some kids are like running six minute miles and some kids are <laughs> not getting the mile accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would be the not getting the mile accomplished kid. We would have been at the back yeah. of the pack walking around. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah. Stopping at the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. where did they go? Yeah, we had to do – I played football a couple of years, and one of the runs we had to go – we had to run from the school – all the way down, it was like a four mile run, and I just remember. I know, I know. There's a lot of streets that cut across here. Like no one's gonna know. <laughs> that I, that I cut across. And, and why are you running four miles for yeah. football? Yeah, I don't you know. know. Come on. <laughs> that was that was our coach at the time, but yeah, I, I didn't. I had asthma. I still have asthma, so I was never really great at sports. But yeah, yeah. So you still played though. I well, you're there. I was on the team. I yeah. practiced. Oh yeah, again, we've been sitting on the bench <laughs> yeah. together. It'd yeah. be fantastic. Now, yeah. now, don't we still have? We have still have track coming up too, right? I, I the don't end. think they're doing track this, this year. year. So, okay, so we're ex- right. we're expanding to. Um, right. We're going to have boys and girls volleyball next year, okay. and then we're going to add track. And so, it, it was a good plan, and it's we're slowly integrating things because going from zero to 60 already was, right. was a pretty big change. And so, adding that other factor is going to be great. So they they have boys volleyball in high school too. No, no. But we're going to do it for 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 middle okay. school because it's the kids like to play. That's like for PE. That's their favorite thing. That would have been do. my sport if like yeah. if I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. Kids love it. One yeah. of the one of the challenges that we had is that you know none of our schools really have athletic facilities hmm. associated with them. You know, so you know we don't have tracks out there. We don't right. have football fields. We don't have you know even even just the storage capacity of equipment <laughs> and things. Yeah, I see right. Austin laughing over yeah. there. Um, you know, for instance, when we do track, you know, we're going to have to have high jump pits and right. you know those kinds of things, and we've got nowhere to put them. Yeah. So, so it's not just about starting the sport; it's about the logistics and yeah. all of the infrastructure, you know, the yeah. infrastructure that goes with it. Yeah. And you know, as we as we look to the future, you know, and we look for opportunities. There are some opportunities for us to, you know, increase, expand, improve our athletic programs at the middle schools, perhaps by, you know, adding new facilities. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be nice if if we had a track, right. for instance, at at as many schools as possible. Right. One for for the for the kids at the school. Uh, two for our PE programs, it mm-hmm. would be it would be well received, and three just for the community, mm-hmm. you know, because um, like you've pointed out, you know, people people want to go running. There's right. a track around the corner at mm-hmm. the middle school that they can yeah. use. So, yeah. 
such a great way to bring the community together. Are you seeing the community coming together then, like you were talking about, in an in unprecedented way? Oh, yeah. like And so uh, part of the experience of, of starting these up is we, we go see other schools and just make sure our kids are not misbehaving at another school, which is mm-hmm. always sometimes a worry. Uh, but yeah, you, so you're going in like the, the first kickoff game. There were so many people there. Like they'd set out they, what they thought was the appropriate amount of chairs and they had to about double it. Wow. And there's just people just coming out to just just see it. It was it was, it was a novelty the, at first, but now they realize it's going to stay there. Mm. And so, yeah. And so it's a lot cool. of support from families. So, cool. Yeah. That's great. Any anything else you want to add about sports before we wrap it up? Um, just again, the fact that the middle school kids have just been loving it, and the teachers and everybody—it's it, the outpouring of support for this has been fantastic. And again, the kids are having fun, and yeah. so if we got that, that means they're wanting to come to school more, and it just—it's right. better for all of us. Yeah. All right, so our, our next fun little game is uh, j- just a short one called Denny's Choice, in the in the vein of Sophie's Choice. Two two difficult options. So uh, and and we can all participate in this one. You get chosen to have one superpower. You get selected, and you're going to receive one superpower. But every time you use the super the superpower, you have to spend. 45 minutes as an African safari animal. Wow. So you get the superpower, but every time you use the superpower, you have to spend 45 minutes as an African safari animal. Hmm. Which superpower do you choose and which animal and why? Hmm. That's a tough one. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to go. So, so animal wise. Okay. I'm going hippopotamus. <laughs> That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. See, hippopotamus, I get to lay around mm-hmm. and play right. in the mud. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of in the water, and I'm, there's not a big hunting for hippopotamus. Right. Yeah, you're pretty mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're pretty safe, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I worry if I was in a, you know, another, another kind of animal. Mm-hmm. So hippopotamus for sure. My, my, favorite, my favorite superhero has always been the Flash. Yeah, you know, so the the whole speed thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was because I was a sprinter in high school. Yeah, um, so I just like the flash. So okay. I think I'm going to go with that. I'm going to yeah. go with you know supersonic speed and a hippopotamus. Right. Okay. It's kind of opposite, you know, yeah. because yeah. one is just <laughs> really yeah. After you're I'll, done supersonic speed, you're going to want to yeah, lay around I'll lay, for a while. I'll lay in the mud in the water and enjoy myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a good yeah. one. Okay. And I guess I guess hippos are are also fairly aggressive. When yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, they're tough. And I, 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 you know, they're not slow either. I think yeah. they move pretty fast right. when they're in the water. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rita, you got it. Mm-hmm. You got one. I do. All right. So I can't think of the name of the movie, but there's a Disney movie where these kids are superheroes. Okay. And one of the superpowers. Old or new? It's a little older. Okay. Probably 15, 10, 15 years old. One of the superpowers is this girl is able to grow things and she has control over plants, hmm. which is interesting, but she uses the ivy to, right? you know, acts like a rope and ties people up and it's very powerful. Yeah. So I, I think I would want to have that power okay. and make things grow. Plus then you could feed a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. So now you've used that power and you become... I think is an anteater. Yeah. An African animal. I think so. yeah, yeah, I think I would be an anteater. I was trying to think of something that wouldn't have a predator. So I don't know if they have a predator. 
pre- natural predator,、mm. but then you know it's just kind of fun. They walk around looking for ants all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your idea of fun is walking、yeah. around looking、so. for ants all day. I、yeah. think so.、Uh, growing big plants and then looking for ants. Yes, yes. <laughs> plants and ants. <laughs> It rhymes yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a good one. I, I actually didn't think about it, even though I came up with a question.、Um, so, all kinds of fun superpowers. I'd probably at, at this moment, well, I'd, I'd be drawn to Iron Man, but that's not really superpower. That's more of like machine. yeah, machine power. Yeah. So, so I might have to go with.、Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with uh, Captain America, and that's gonna、mm-hmm. bother my boys because one likes Captain America and the other likes Iron Man, and we've always、okay. kind of been on the Iron Man side. But but if I could have a superpower, I think the the Captain、right. America one would be be pretty cool. Yeah. And for elephant, I mean not a、uh, animal.、Uh, I was I was originally thinking elephant, but I think giraffe. After you said you know doesn't look like people. Yeah, they're not, they're not they're hunting not hunting giraffes.、No. Right. Yeah.、But Unfortunately, elephants are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you might might not make it long as an elephant because you got that tusk and, but the giraffe. I've, it's it's my favorite animal anyway. It's that big long neck. Like, yeah. You know, by the time supposedly, you know, if it drank hot coffee, by the time it reached its stomach, it would be cold because you know it takes so long <laughs> to to get down get down their esophagus. So like, it's just a fun、know. animal. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, no, no, nice choice. So this episode, I want to just really give give Denny a chance to talk about you know dreams dreams for the district. If we're if we're looking at the looking at the school district, looking into the future a few years, you know what are some things you'd really love to see start happening and taking place? And yeah, yeah,、um, you know one of the things one of the things that 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 really stands out for me, and one of the things that I've always been frustrated. About in this district is that I don't think we get enough credit for for what we do and and who we are. Okay.、Um, and and what I mean by that is that I I think if you look back, you know, in our history, I think because of the number of failed levies that we've had and、mm-hmm. our inability to pass bonds,、mm-hmm. I think that that there's a perception there, and、right. the perception is that you know that. That you know we don't we don't have as much as other districts do you know Vancouver or、mm-hmm. or Evergreen and and I think you know while while those things have brought challenges to us as a district、um, it hasn't stopped us from doing some amazing things right and 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 that's really what I, I I'm I'm tired of being. I'm tired of people looking at the Battleground School District and thinking, "Well, you know, Battleground's okay, but it's not as good as somebody else." Right? Because I really think that we are good, and in many ways, better. we're better. Yeah. Right. Definitely.、Um, yeah. And so th- that's the that's the thing that I want to do. I I I really feel like if we can come together, you know, that's been our big slogan.、Mm-hmm. You know, Rita. Has done an amazing job of you know be- better you know that we're we're better together working、mm-hmm. better together、mm-hmm. is our is our slogan, and I really do feel like if we can come together as a community, 
um, that we can do some amazing things, you know, right. and we we're, we're going to talk a little bit about one of those things, which was the bringing back middle school sports. Mm-hmm. It's things like that that are going to change our reputation. We have we have amazing staff. We have wonderful families, mm-hmm. outstanding students. Um, you put all those things together. If we were all on the same page, there's not a lot that we wouldn't be able to accomplish. Right. And and I think the thing that gets me the most excited is the potential that's there. Right. For that stuff. Yeah. 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 And that's that's really some of the desire behind even just starting the podcast is, you know. When when schools thrive, the community thrives. Right. And then when the community thrives, the schools thrive. Mm-hmm. We just have to bring the thriving together. Right. right. The, exactly. We have to, have to get everyone thriving on the same page and in the same direction right. Right. as much as we can. But yeah, there's 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 a ton of potential. When you look at, you know, the last episode we talked about statistics, the the number of families involved in the district, about seven thousand, a little over seven thousand households. As in addition to that, all of the all the other community support that we have in in the district, that's a lot of a lot of potential to to accomplish some really some really good things. Yeah, great I, things as stu- for students and you know I, I mentioned the levees failing or the bonds failing. Mm-hmm. You know, historically that's just been it. You know, and and, and I think what people want to do is they want to they want a simple answer right. for for something like that. And the simple answer, the the false narrative that has kind of come up is that well. That means that the community must not care about education, right? And I, I, I dismiss that yeah. because I know people care deeply mm-hmm. about our schools and about yeah. education. Um, I think it's it's a lot more complicated than that. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of it has to come down to the history of the district and some of the leadership that was there, and you know whether or not the, the district was you know transparent enough or being honest or operating with integrity. All of those kinds of things. Some of it has to do with economics. Some of it has to do with you know taxes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a right. lot of different reasons, but but it's not because this community doesn't care about kids mm-hmm. and it's not because this community doesn't care about schools. And if if we can help over overcome some of that, you know, we're doing amazing things in right. this district. You know, you look at you look at our our, our music programs, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, go go to the Hazeldale parade and see our middle school. I since, love that. Yeah. Yeah. Almost every one of our bands participates in yeah. the parade of bands. Right. Yeah. Go yeah. go to the, go to the Rose Parade and who's winning? You know, the Rose Parade, it's Battleground, it's mm-hmm. Prairie, you know, yeah. it's those kinds of things. Look at our CTE programs, you know, look at our graduation rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just did a big story yep. and the Reflector did a great story. CTE? CTE. Oh, there's an acronym. Career and Technical. Right, okay. Right, I, I know you've explained that one to yeah. me before, but yeah. it's yeah. buried in the list. But our CTE but, programs, you yeah. know, we have welding programs, we have auto, we have construction, we have mm-hmm. health, science. you know, health sciences. Mm-hmm. We were just out to a health science program that's amazing. Okay. You know, and we, we probably have one of the best CTE, career and technical education programs in the entire state. Yeah. Um, and, you know, those are the things that, that, that people aren't aware of. As I said, our graduation rate, we, you know, look, you could look at all the statistics yeah. for battleground public schools, you know, whether you want to look at discipline rates or you want to look at graduation rates or you want to look on spending per student or you want to look at, you know, um, the staff experience, all of those things. And we compare favorably, if not better, 
than most of our surrounding districts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this idea that exists, uh, you know, that, well, you know, Battleground might not be as as good as some other school districts, I think is, I think is untrue. And changing that narrative right. and proving to people yeah. um, that, that we are really good at what we do yeah. is an exciting part and an exciting opportunity. Well, I think I I think that's the that's the narrative that that needs to change, and and the narrative should become what you were just talking about, um, because obviously you care about the schools. Obviously, the district cares about what's mm-hmm. happening in the schools, mm-hmm. um, and obviously the community cares. And I think I think what you just said is evidence of both of those things, because with the lack of funds, the school district has still been able to do some really incredible, yeah. amazing things, yeah. and yeah. has a track record and statistics to prove it. Yeah, we we don't have the we don't have the shiny new buildings, right? You know, I mean, it's nice. I mean, it, it it'd be great, and I'd love for us. There are some things that we need to do in order mm-hmm. to improve our facilities, and replacing some of our really old buildings would be great. Right. But but it's not about the shiny new object, and it's right. not about the packaging. It's what's inside. Right. And we we really do do some amazing right. things here in this district. But I think it's also a testament to the community itself and the and the desire of the community to have good education that um I mean when when you see when you see a higher graduation rate when you when you see higher success rates in the schools in general yes there are accolades to be given obviously to the schools but that there are also accolades to be given to the parents and the families and the households within the community exactly that are working mm-hmm. to support their kids as they go and their neighborhood kids and all of those things in in the journey and you you can see a success rate like that. It's a partnership. It's a it's teamwork yeah. that's bringing and, that about. And, and you know, I want to make it clear that I I'm not. You know, I I know that we have things that we struggle with, mm. and I know that we have things that we can get better at. We we can always get better at right. Them. Um, but but all school districts do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot that we can we can feel good about, and I'm just excited about about growing that side of things, mm-hmm. drawing attention to those kinds of things. Right. I mean, already over the last several years, you know, you you can sense a shift mm-hmm. with with what people think about Battleground School District and, right. and how people react to it. And it's that's that's been that's been cool. It's yeah. been cool. It's been rewarding and and that's what I'm excited about. We have, you know, I I'd compare our staff and that that goes for all, you know t- you know wherever you want to start whether you want to start as uh, with our custodians or our bus drivers or our food service people or our secretaries or our, you know the the people that work in our classrooms you know the support staff that works in our classroom or you want to shift to teachers and counselors and psychologists and all the specialists that we have administrators mm-hmm. i mean there there's amazing people um, right. really smart people really hard working people dedicated people um, who are who want the best for kids? Yeah, and and that's that's the cool part of this district, right? How many how many employees of the district are there? Do you we know? have about fifteen about sixteen hundred okay um, employees, about seven hundred and fifty uh, certificated staff, and about eight hundred and fifty um, classified staff. Okay, so yeah, yeah, and how many in district office? District office. You know, if you count the classified staff at district office and the administrative staff at district office, we probably have 50. Okay. You know, um, 
But, you know, in terms of, you know, we have myself as a superintendent, we have Shelley Witten as our deputy superintendent. I believe we have 14 directors. So, you know, we have, we have, um, you know, a curriculum and assessment directors. We have um, uh, um, intervention specialist director. We have two special ed directors or three special ed directors. Um, we have a technology director, you know, so CTE mm-hmm. director, right. all of those kinds of things. So when you add those up, you know, facilities, mm-hmm. we have a uh, C- CFO, chief financial officer. So, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, we have about, about 50 um, administrators in the district. So when we have a district meeting and it's all the administrators together, and that means our assistant principals and our dean students and our principals mm-hmm. there's about 50 of those so okay. and then the rest are 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 working in buildings and working right. with kids and yeah that's a lot that's a lot of people yeah to to get moving in the same direction yes it is <laughs> it is it is and they're spread out yeah. they're in 18 different right. buildings mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a lot of different personalities, a lot of you know different value systems, personal beliefs, all those things that right. that you have to right. Uh, you know, and leadership they talk about herding cats. Yeah, it's probably yeah. and you know herds it, of herding cats. <laughs> herding <laughs> to, cats <laughs> to, to some extent it is, but but I think we've done a good job. I think we've done a good job of 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 creating systems and finding mm-hmm. a consistency. I mean, it's easy to say. There's you know there's you know obviously. The number one priority for all of us is kids. Mm-hmm. It's our students, um, and there's a lot of love and a lot of passion and a, a lot of commitment that goes on to to serve our students well in right. this district, um, and that's the number one priority. But you know, it's it's obvious that that everybody's job is not directly servicing kids. Right. I mean, you know, we have we you know we have people that do all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But the but the bottom line, I mean, for us at district office, I'm I'm not seeing kids on a daily basis. But I know that for us in district office, the best thing that we can do is support each of our buildings mm-hmm. and support them you know um totally so that they can do their jobs better, which mm-hmm. is to work with kids every single day. Right. It's the same way for it's the same way for the custodian mm-hmm. who's, you know, they're not they're not necessarily impacting, you know, working directly with kids, but what they do enables our kids to be successful. Right. The same thing for a front office, you know, whether you're a secretary or a registrar, mm-hmm. you know, y- yeah, you're doing a lot of stuff and you're not directly touching kids really as much as say a classroom teacher does, mm-hmm. but just what you're able to do and what you're able to bring allows those people in the building that ha- are having those interactions the the opportunity to impact kids right. significantly. Yeah. So it's a, it's a it's a team effort, um, and you know that's that that's one of the best parts of this of this district is is the people who work in it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of connection to this right. community. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get into that in the future episode about the the deep roots that exist in the community. Yeah, amazing stories. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, you talk about the story, and it's interesting that you mentioned that. You know, um, I love the idea of story. I've been I've researched story. You know, I think there's a lot of power in storytelling. Uh, that's one of the reasons I love podcasts. I think is because you can hear a story, and that changes your perspective mm-hmm. on on something entirely. Um, I hadn't thought about it that from that perspective that that there probably is, there is, and it's probably just subconscious even a, a subconscious narrative in the minds 
of people in battleground that just just has that mindset. We don't pass levies, right? It's just it's just we don't do it. That's just it just doesn't happen here, right? In, in battle, or we don't pass bonds, you know, or right. whatever it is. And and some episode we'll get into the difference between a bond and a levy, and, and see how well you do mm-hmm. at keeping the two separate. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to get that tangled up. But uh, that's that's an inside joke uh, for the community advisory committee. I, I had a, I had a struggle at the community advisory <laughs> committee. But uh, no, so but so how do we? I mean, what I guess I would say if you could if you could start telling the story, and if you could start you know helping to facilitate and create the story of the district moving forward, what would be what would be the story you'd start telling? Yeah, what would be the story I'd start telling? That's a that's a that's a good that's a really good question. Um, I think what I, I I think the story that we need to tell is is you know it starts with a question, and the question is what do we want for our kids? What do we want our kids to be able to experience? Mm-hmm. You know, because school plays such a critical role, right. and I think we've seen an element of that when we look at. Um, the introduction of middle school sports, right? Yeah. Because we, we, you know, what do we want for our kids? Mm-hmm. What do we want their, their day to look at when they're in school? I think there's some easy things. There's some easy answers. You know, we want kids to have opportunities. We want kids to have experiences. Um, we want kids to be able to feel safe. We want them to feel connected. We want them to, to, engage in their education. We want them to love learning. Mm-hmm. You know, we want them to t- be able to take risks. Um, and, and we want to teach them that if they fail, that they're still learning that goes on within failure and that we can grow and, and get something out of that. And mm-hmm. that failing is, you know, sometimes um, just as valuable as success, or oftentimes more or oftentimes valuable, more valuable, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Um, we don't so, learn very much when we're succeeding right. all the time. So, yeah. so it's 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 those kinds of things. I, you know, I, I think all of society could benefit from from additional grace and mm. compassion. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't we don't none of us go into this profession to you know. To, to frustrate families or to, <laughs> to, to, to upset um, kids or to make people angry. I just or, love making parents mad. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's why I'm going to go into this. Yeah. You know, Where and can I, I do that for all day? Yeah. yeah. Well, come to my office and, yeah, and give you some opportunities. Right. <laughs> uh, um, but so, so, you know, we don't go into that, but... Th- Things are tough, right? You know, the, the, none of it is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not easy being a a, a classroom teacher mm-hmm. and having you know thirty kids in a classroom, all coming from from different levels and different needs and different mm-hmm. ideas, and then working effectively with all of those parents and communicating on a daily basis. The the jobs are tough, right? Um, but the intentions are good, mm-hmm. and and if we can work together. Um, it becomes easier because when you're doing it in isolation, it's it's really really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nobody should have to shoulder the weight right. that that goes with that. I think emotionally it's tough. It's 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 draining that way. Mm-hmm. So if we're working together and we know that we're in this and we're giving people this idea that hey, it's okay. We all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So this idea that you know it's okay to make a mistake and we can we can go from there and we can fix it right. we can make it better we can improve we can see that it might not happen again mm-hmm. um 
that's that's what's going to take us, I think, to yeah. the next level. Yeah, I, you know, I think one of the when you were talking it was you know reminding me of some of my my growing up years. I grew up in um, in southeast Ohio, small town southeast Ohio, and um, there was there was very a very vibrant community atmosphere. I didn't think it was all that vibrant when we were growing up there. I didn't like when you're in it, you don't pay that much attention to it. But then when you leave it and then you never experience again, you look back on it and say, there was something, something kind of special about that experience. You know, we had, you know, we, and the funny thing is we, what we had wasn't all that different from what exists in almost every school district around. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we had an apple festival in the fall Mm -hmm. and what's that? And it's harvest days, right? Yeah. Harvest days in the Um, summer. And uh, and we had we had a football team and you know football football games now. To my understanding, neither neither Battleground nor Prairie have great football teams at the moment, right? Or it's been the, the, the potential is there. The potential is there. But, but we've struggled in in yeah. you know in recent years. But but I yeah. went to a football game at Battleground uh, with with my daughter this last year, and there was a good turnout. There was, yeah, it was the last game yeah. of the season, and no District um, Stadium's a beautiful place yeah. to watch a game in the in the fall when that when the sun's coming down. Right, you got yeah. Mount St. Helens yeah. and that the background there. Yeah. There's, there's not many places better than that. So all you know, there's the the sports teams. There's you know you know great band. You were talking about yeah. great great band, great extracurricular activities. Um, but for some reason, you know, that little mystical, magical element where there's just this, you know, this life in the community around yeah. the schools and excitement in the community towards the schools. And it was exciting to hear that uh, with the middle school sports that that's maybe starting to kind of come back. Right. They were like, yeah, we're, we had way more people show up than we thought. And and just the potential there is to to rally people together around schools. Well, you know, it's a it's a it's a very diverse district. Mm-hmm. Um and part of that has to do with the geography right. of the district. You know, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what, what you know, the, the, the difference between, you know, people's lives in the southern part of the district right. versus the more rural areas in the north. Mm-hmm. I mean, just that. Pe- people have said to me, you know, Danny, one of the things that you could do to help the school district um, get stronger is if you could find a unifying message. Mm-hmm. Well, that's easier said right. than done in a, in a district like ours right. that, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's just tough to do that. But I think, you know, I think we have hit on something with this idea of, you know, better together, mm-hmm. this idea of if we can come together and if we come together just with the single minded purpose of helping our kids mm-hmm. and making sure that their experiences are the best and that, they're, they're they're smiling and they're laughing mm-hmm. and they're enjoying and they're learning and getting something out of this. Right then, then that's something I think that we can all buy into. Yeah. Um, well, when you when you help the kids, you're helping your own community right. and the future of your community. If you have a if you have a really you know well well not just well educated but excited class of seniors that graduates and yes. they they have school spirit and pride and everything yeah. when they leave. You know, they're going to remain a lot more connected to the battleground yeah. community yeah. or to Brush Prairie or wherever it is. You know, they're they're living. Um, I wish people could spend. I wish people could spend some time 
in our schools, yeah. you know, more time. I mean, obviously, you know, parents have the opportunity, but, you know, typically it's, you you know, you drop your kid off in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. or you put them on the bus or, you know, you see, you pick them up when they come home. And every once in a while you go into the school for an activity or right. a meeting or, you know, a conference or something like that. But if you could really just spend the day in our schools, there is so many cool things mm. going on on a daily basis. Again, with wonderful staff, with amazing teachers, with fantastic administrators, mm-hmm. um, and 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 the activities and the learning that goes on is just impressive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a lot of positive. Yeah, you know, a lot of positive. Oh I mean, yeah, and a great a great majority of our kids love school every single day. Mm-hmm. And again, it's it is our responsibility to meet the needs of those who are struggling, those who are, you know, whatever the whatever the struggle may be, um because I think schools have that that um responsibility to be, you know, more than just about learning, it's about, you know, taking care of people. Mm-hmm. Um but but if people could spend some time yeah. in our schools, in any of them. I mean, you you name it, you pick one. And and I can tell you some good things that are going on. How would someone incredible. do that if they wanted to? What would be? Yeah, it's hard. You know, that's the that's <laughs> right. That's the problem. But I mean, maybe we need to find more opportunities to do that. I know Rita's working on a couple of ideas. Yeah. So before the pandemic started, we did have a patron tour. Um, we called it Discover BGPS, and it was amazing. And we took our um, participants to three different schools and showed them what we do in our schools. And we are hoping to start that up again. So I, we're going to do one with the Citizens Advisory Committee in the spring, and then we'll have one where we can invite the general public in the fall, and that will be a great opportunity. And it's a half day, mm-hmm. generally in the morning, but it's a great day to get into one of our, generally a primary school, a middle school, and one of our high schools. Okay. Right. Yeah, and we provide lunch. Oh, there you go, which is yes. really important. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just the standard school lunch. Oh, okay, it's going to be part with our culinary programs oh, that wow. exist at at both high schools. And I'm telling you, yeah, it's good lunch. Got it's food. prepared by our CTE students, yeah, right. so they're putting their skills mm. on display. Yeah, the food is top notch. Yeah, so if you just came for that, yeah, that would you'd be, enjoy. That'd be good. You know, it's it's easy to it's easy to criticize something you don't know. It's easy to criticize something from the outside, mm-hmm. you know, looking in and, and, and out of a position of ignorance, kind of elevate ourselves in a, in a prideful manner and say, well, you know, here's all the problems. Here's everything that's wrong. Right. But, you know, so doing a patron tour is a good thing. It kind of gets you a little bit, little bit in. But, but really, getting involved at, at, at a deeper level is going to, to really reap so much more fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I mean, not just for the schools, but for the community and for the people that are doing these things where, you know, when you get to know, you know, you get to know a principal, you get to know a teacher, you volunteer in the classroom and right. yeah, there are hoops you have to jump through, but the hoops are there because we care about our kids and we want to keep our kids safe. And so we're going to keep the hoops there. Right. Just like, you know, we, we have hoops at our church for volunteer with our kids. We're going to keep our kids safe and uh, we're going to make sure that, that we're not just kind of being haphazard with with the the safety of our kids. Um, So we're going to keep them safe, but so it might be a little bit of a frustration to have to jump through a couple of hoops to start volunteering, but you only really have to do that once. 
at the beginning, and then you right. can start getting in and right. and participating. Yep. And then you get to know the teachers, you get to know the students, you get to see what's happening in the schools, and you're starting to put faces and names and personalities behind, you know, all of these things and all these assumptions that you made about what's happening, you know, inside the school. They just kind of starts to fall away, right? And right. now you're seeing, oh, I was. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, because you I was know, wrong I mean, about a even things. even for me, I mean, I will tell you that you know, I sit in my office um, on certain days, and all I receive is you know, this bad thing happened, <laughs> right. and, and this tough thing happened, and this difficult right. thing happened, uh-huh. and this, and you know, and even I go, what the heck's going on? You know, <laughs> come on, and then I go out into the schools, yeah, and I and I see mm-hmm. all of the positives that I'm not hearing about. Right. That are occurring on a daily basis and the number of kids that are, you know, happy and loving school and doing well and graduating mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. Right. And, and that's when I go, wow. And again, it's not because we, we should diminish the, the struggles of certain students. Mm-hmm. Again, it's our responsibility. We want, we want every single kid, 100% of our kids to be successful. Right. Um, but, but there's a lot of good stuff going on. You know, to your point, I mean, you talked about, you know, I think one of the dangers associated with being in this business and mm-hmm. in schools is this idea that, you know, everybody's gone to school. Right. So everybody thinks they- <laughs> We know everything about they, school. They yeah. understand the yeah. schools, you know, and and it is complicated because mm-hmm. there's so many moving pieces and very rarely does, you know, the is it is it just a single thing? It's, it's something that's going to impact something else that's going to then impact mm-hmm. something else and it's going to impact something else. So- you know, it's a, it's oftentimes it's a little more complicated. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but, you know, we, we try to do it and I, and I think we can do it well. And I think we can, again, I think we can always continue to get, to get better. Right. Yeah. Well, and I graduated from high school in 1997 in a different state. And so my, you know, my understanding of what school is like is entirely different from what school is. The entire, you know, just from, just from the little that I've learned, the entire world of education seems to have had massive changes mm-hmm. and shifts mm-hmm. in the last 23, four, four or five years, however yeah. long that is. I can't yeah. do math that fast on Definitely. the spot. But um, 25 years. Is that 25 years? This is my 25th, 1997. Yeah. This, there you this, go. This should be my 25th anniversary. Yeah, you're just you know, a kid. Reunion. <laughs> he is. He's a youngster. <laughs> I know. I'm, um, I'm feeling very old now. You do. I graduated in 1981 <laughs> from high school. That's the year my wife was born. Yeah. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, thanks for that. Yeah. yeah, a little salt there. I was two. I was two. Um, but you know, the not just has the whole world changed in the last 25 years, but the whole world of education has changed. Just as the whole world of business has changed, the right. whole world of everything has changed right. Right. in the last 25 years, and you know. So, so to to be to think from the outside, well, I can I know what's happening. I, I know what's really going on down at that district office. I know what they're doing with right. all that money. I know I know where it's going. And well, do you? Right. Have right. you have you really have yeah. you have you thought to ever just go and look at the budget? And, well, this is a good opportunity <laughs> for me to tell anybody out there who's listening that has any kind of questions. You're always welcome to call district yeah. office, and we're willing to. You know, we're willing to meet. If you want to know about budget, Michelle Scott, who's our um, chief financial officer, she'll she'll meet with you. She'll go over yeah. it with you. She'll answer questions. Yeah. You know, and that goes for for anything. If you want to know about curriculum instruction, Dave Dave Cressup or Allison Tuhart will meet with you. Hmm. you know, if you want to know about our primary schools, Mike Michaud, our 
director of um, instructional leadership for primary, he'll meet with you. Yeah. You know, special education, Ellen Wiesner, Kelly Clay, Tamara Sheets, they'll meet with you. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the that's the way it works. Right. You know, we we want to be able and yeah. and people should be asking those questions. But yeah, it's different. You yeah. know, the discipline rules have right. changed. You know, mm-hmm. the the rules around graduation have changed. You know, right. the way we spend our money. Um, has changed, you know, mm-hmm. the things that we can do and we can't, we can't do, um, are constantly changing. Right. What, what the requirements are changing. So, yeah, yeah. it's just keeping up with that right. is, uh, is a full-time yeah. job. Yeah. You probably have to have a person on staff <laughs> just to do that. Yeah. Like, no, oh, this came out. Now we got to do that. No, you can't do that <laughs> no. anymore. <laughs> well, that's one of the things that our directors do. Yeah. They yeah. stay on top of all that. Yeah. yeah Nick does. Yeah, so we live out in the north part of the county, and uh, we have, because we're in the Green Mountain School District, we have the choice between Woodland High School, Yakult, yeah. or uh, not Yakult, La Center, and, uh, and Battleground. We were leaning pretty strongly towards Woodland um, for practical reasons. I usually drive through Woodland on the way to church in the morning right. when, I'm, when I'm working, and I like, well, it would be a lot easier to drop her off there than, than driving through Battleground. Um, but there were, there were two things that, that, that swayed us. The, the first one was a you know, practical one, the time. They started a lot later, so she'd be getting out a lot later, so we'd be having less time with her. But the other one, then the real big one, were the extracurriculars, the, the options, the opportunities yeah. that existed at Battleground mm-hmm. that just don't exist you right. know, and, and, and from what I understand, Prairie's much, you know, a lot the same way there. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of opportunities and there are a lot of, you know, the, just like we said, the whole world of business has changed. The opportunities facing our kids are a lot different than they were when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. And it, from my, from my vantage point as a parent, the schools have done a really good job at creating ways for students to not only do what they like and enjoy and are interested in, but actually help prepare them for careers like, you know, with video. Video, you know, when I was going through school, no one would have said you could make a living in video, but now there's so many, mm-hmm. right, you know, opportunities to right. make a living and in we video. And we have a great video production yeah. production class. Mr. You know? Foster. Yeah, Mr. Foster. He's Jason amazing. Foster. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, so just you know, a, a good example of of how yeah. great the district yeah, I, actually is. I think Battleground, from a district perspective, is in a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's you know, our size affords us the opportunity to have a lot of resources, right? But yet, it's not too big that it's overwhelming, right? I mean, there's some school districts that are much larger than us, um, but you know, you can get lost in the system that large, right? Um, whereas that's not the case. Um, Mm -hmm. for us. So I think we're in a sweet spot in terms of size. And that's another reason why I get excited about the potential of the district. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and another way to kind of reframe your retell the story a little bit, because there has been, you know, a fair amount of angst in the, in the community over the, over the schools Mm -hmm. to say it, you know, kindly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I could, we could pull out your, your scars and and talk about those (laughs) if you want, but no, there's a lot of angst, but at the same time, while, while that could be frustrating and discouraging, at at least, at the very least is an indication that people really do care about schools in the community. Yes. And the reason they're that passionate is because this is important to us. Yeah. Yes. Right. Whereas if you're in a you know in a different district in a different part of the state, you may just not you may not care at all what happens. Right. Just let it go and 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 typically it's not an it's not an it's not an unjustified um, you know their their anger or their frustration or you know whatever it is that 
that has pushed them in that direction where they're upset with the schools is not unjustified because they probably had a, a, a bad experience. Mm. And that's on us. It's on us to listen to that, and it's on us to learn from that, and it's mm-hmm. on us to continue to improve and do better so that it doesn't happen to the next person. Or or we need to go out of our way to try to make it make it right and fix it so that we can earn that trust and that respect and that appreciation back. Mm-hmm. And that's our job. Right. Right. Yeah. You talk about potential 12,500 lives yeah. heading off into the world, many of whom will stay stay in battleground and make a yeah. difference in, in the years to come yeah. and, and be the, the leaders of the next generation making decisions right. about schools. I mean, and- I, I, don't, I don't profess to know what happens with all of our students when mm-hmm. they graduate, but I can speak from experience because I had, you know, my own daughter right. um, graduated from, from Battleground High School in 2011. And now she works for Microsoft right. <laughs> and is doing fantastic. Right. My son graduated from Battleground High School in 2015, and he's a senior analyst with Micron, mm-hmm. you know, both, both Fortune 500 right. companies. And I, I know their friends. And I know a lot of those people, a lot of kids that I coached for when I was coaching Little League in North County, or I was coaching CCYF football at Battleground High School for all those years. So I know a lot of kids. I know their friends, people that spent the weekends over at our house or, you know, would come over after school and hang out. And I know a lot of kids who are, you know, doing fantastic there too. You know, kids who work for Amazon or kids who are, you know, now electricians or plumbers or chefs even, Mm -hmm. you know, nurses, paramedics. Um, I know one who's now completing his residency in in, um, Harvard for his for wow. his um to become a doctor a wow. physician cool so th- those are the kinds of things musicians you know that yeah. have gone on and mm-hmm. achieved cool things mm-hmm. so so you know those are the, those are stories that are right. happening in the community and are a testament to the to to our families and to the school system right and again i know that uh you know our graduation rate for instance um, our comprehensive graduation rate is right now around, you know, 88%, I think, at our high schools. Okay. Um, but that means 12% right. of kids aren't passing yeah. each year, aren't graduating each year. And we need to raise that. You know, mm-hmm. it's above the state average. Right. But can we be satisfied with that? Should we be satisfied right. with that? No. Because if you're one of that, that 12% that didn't graduate... You know, your view on the school is, hey, you let me down. Mm-hmm. You didn't do your job. So so that's on us. And we have to continue to get better and to get better and to get better. But I want people to know, and I hope people know, it's not for a lack of effort. It's not for lack of trying. It's not because, I mean, the intentions are good. But but if but if there are issues, we need to know about it, right. and, and, and we'll work with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah. 12,500 12, stories, you said. You know, a lot of stories going out there making a difference in the world. But it's also one story. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the story of, of the battleground public school system and the yeah, community it's surrounding a, it. And It's a collective, yeah. yeah and, and we, sitting here right now, with, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast, wherever we find ourselves, we have the opportunity to, to make a good a good impact on that story and see the future of that story change and and go in the direction we'd like to see it go or we have the opportunity to to be a hindrance to 
that story progressing, and mm-hmm. we we can be roadblocks, and we can we can tear things down. We can be as you know as the colloquial. Uh, overused saying that should have been on the top 10 list is, you know, we can be part of the solution or part of the problem. And, right. you know, you know, from, from what I've learned in my, you know, brief time, just getting to know the district uh, as I have in the last year or so, um, there's a lot of, a lot of really great things in the district that should be celebrated. And there's a ton of opportunity for a partnership between the community and the schools to actually, you know, create a battleground, create a brush prairie, create a Yakult, an Amboy in the, in the next 15, 20 years that you look back on and say, you know, everything's really awesome here right now. How did this happen? Right. And, and it, those things happen because a whole big group of people decide we're going to stop fighting one another. We're going to come together and work together and we're going to create the future that we want to see. Right. Right. And, and that's that's such a heart behind this podcast. That's is, the exciting part about yeah, it. Like, it really is. There's so much potential. Yes, the and, potential yeah. is, and that's what excites me yeah. a lot. Well, um, we're we're pretty much out of time here. So, anything else you wanted to share on the on the topic? No, just, of potential? just thanks for thanks for bringing it up. Thanks for talking about it. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up this this episode right here, and uh, we'll be back with another episode in the near future talking about coherence. Great. And what that means. I'm ready. All right. Yeah, take care. One of the things that I really appreciate about Denny is his passion for the school district. And another thing I appreciate is his honesty and transparency. You can hear that he wants the schools to thrive, but he's also willing to recognize areas where there's still some room for improvement. Well, we hope you'll tune in next time as Denny will be covering what that word coherence means for the district, and we get to hear from the two student representatives on the school board. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like us to cover on the podcast, you can send an email to info at bgcast.org. We'll do our best to not only cover topics that matter to the district, but also those that matter to us as members of the Battleground community. You can also join our mailing list by going to bgcast.org, where we'll post the episodes and any additional information necessary. The BGCast is a production of 6-8 Media in partnership with Battleground Public Schools.